What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare welcome to what's burning for this week look we're in a studio together I'm feeling the love. Family's back. Feeling the love. Matt Barnes, Jelani McCoy. Hi. Good to see y'all. I want to talk about Russell Westbrook, guys, right out of the gate, because we have a situation brewing with one of who's still one of the biggest names in the game, right? So shipped out of the Lakers. A lot of reports of bad feelings kind of on both sides in the final week or two, right? Goes to Utah. He says he's taking a little bit of time to sort of sort out what he wants to do. The Jazz have said, hey, you can stay if you want. Please report if you want to. They'll pay him his full salary, but they've made it really clear they can't guarantee him any minutes or anything because they want to play the young players. If they do do a buyout situation, Billy Donovan has sort of made it clear that he wants to reunite with him in Chicago. But also, um, we've got a Clippers Mm -hmm. situation here as well. I mean, it would be crazy if he just switched doors. I mean, you've done that, Matt. I've done it. Uh, the I mean, locker room's I, what, like 10 feet away, uh, yeah, 20 feet, I, the doors are 20 Rach, feet away? I think away? before we get there, I just want to kind of address the slander. Like yeah. it's, it's just, 
I mean, I, I felt like we got this with Mello when Mello was trying to make his yeah. way back in the first time and all the disrespect Mello got, you know, considering everything he's done for this game and the caliber of player he was. Uh, and then just the slander that just, just, I don't know, as a former player, it's frustrating just mm -hmm. to hear and, and being in the media now and just how media take pride in, like, dogging people, not realizing the bigger <clears throat> kind of ripple effect. And you saw his wife speak to it about how they have children and you know kind of just the negative backlash they get from simple-minded reporting so i just wish that would I it's weird because i think this is a phase we're in and i don't know if it's going anywhere where it's just more about disrespect than reporting for some people which is unfortunate but to your point um he oh, no, has, I mean, you can stick there i mean yeah look i'm gonna i'm gonna stand up for reporters here mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna take the please do like it's the source that said it yeah i'm a little bit I'm over the blame the messenger mm -hmm. uh -huh. stuff. Mm -hmm. Like someone from the Lakers said that shit. Mm -hmm. And that to me is no class right. because the guy is out the door. There's no reason to kick him when he's already out and gone. Team chemistry already no right. issue. And that's frankly pissed me off more than, yeah. hey, this guy reported this or that guy reported that. And I agree, look, media culture in general, it's like who's got the biggest clickbait and headline and that's just an overall issue. Mm -hmm. But in terms of this shit, yeah. like, if you're in that locker room, keep it to yourself. Right. Yeah. There's no reason not to. My question too, with you having such a long history and, and having really close contacts yeah. with the league, there has been times where you would hear something and you'd be like, okay, that's yeah. gonna be good, but that's probably not, or that, that'll be, people if people would go crazy from this, yeah. but it's probably not something I need to share yes. from that. So that, that that's kind of, so I completely agree with you, because obviously the reporter didn't make it up. Someone right. had to have told him that, but I've been in situations, you know, no, with, you know, where I'm talking to guys that are playing and they tell me some shit, I'm like, damn, Motherfuckers go crazy if I said this, but I know I can't. You know what I mean? So it's just unfortunate. I think it's a two-way street. You're exactly right. But I, I just feel like the disrespect is crazy. I think it's the quality of the journalist or the person who has that information at the end of the day. I think, you know, the person in the organization knew who they were talking to when they <laughs> offered up that information and what could happen. You right. know what I mean? So right. I think it's up to the quality. He's a good reporter. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Without, without, I without a doubt. Say, yeah, I wanna, I'm not I throwing get him into, under the bus. Yeah. I'm just saying, like yeah. you said. He's really the, good at his job. The person who said yeah. it, he, he gets paid to report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, and that's a, heavy, a juicy, uh, juicy piece of information information to sit on yeah. but at the same time I, th I, this started with ai to me yeah when ai was transitioning away you know out of denver and not yeah. being the guy it was a lot of slander about him being selfish how he wouldn't take the six-man role how he wouldn't foot onto a team unless he was ai i feel like it kind of started from there then it went to mellow and now mm -hmm. it's russ's turn so uh, I, i'm kind of over that you know yeah. if we can't use you as the 30-point scorer then we got to diminish what you've done in this league and and that's just not fair at the end of the day. It killed me with the mellow stuff because yeah, I, you know, I interviewed him in that time he had off. And you, if you've been around the league, you could tell what he still had left and what he could do. And that's a great point that mm -hmm. like, okay, you don't have to be the person you were before. No. Right. You, like you can be something different. And by the way, we asked Russ to be something different and this he did. year. He did. Everybody yeah. gave him a hard time before yeah. he did it. He did it. Mm -hmm. And then to sit there and criticize him because he's not the old guy. Yeah. Like I, it just, it drives me up I think, a wall. I, I think, I mean, Rich, you had made a great point. I mean, for someone with his accolades to actually buy in yeah. to yeah. being a six man and, and being effective at, um, at that role. But I think to get back to the point of your question, yeah. walking down the hallway would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of guys have made the walk both ways. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that, you know, you look at the Clippers and and they got rid of their two. They got, you know, they let, got rid of John Wall. They got rid of Reggie Jackson. Uh, they bring in a Bones Highland who's a young guy, but he's going to be asked to play heavy, 
important yep. minutes? Mm-hmm. Is he ready for those type of minutes in a playoff atmosphere? Only, you know, only time will tell. But I think it would be dope. And I love how Paul George is out there, you know, riding for his guy. You know, he's very instrumental about how important Russ was um, in his Oklahoma City times and, and him having his best years alongside of Russ. So just as a person and, and as him being a Bruin, you know, I hope he gets an opportunity that he's happy to play in and he's able to produce because, you know, I just hate to see someone who's given so much to the NBA have this kind of kind of back end or, or kind of finishing notes to his career. I like what the our, our, what our peers are, are doing for him, mm-hmm. speaking up for him, letting him know what kind of teammate he is, right. letting him know what he did with the bubble, the stories are coming out in the bubble, yep. about how he left all the money for yep. house cleaning, what type of teammate he is. So I like the fact that now the players with with with, with their voices in social media are just bigger all around, mm-hmm. that they can stick up for him and they're yeah. not getting a lot of backlash for it because like the alternate is us thinking of Russ as some selfish guy who diminished and didn't want to you know, gracefully go off into the sunset. So I like what the what the players are doing for sticking Look, up for us. Nobody's everything, right? right. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. Grant Hill, right? Super talented <laughs> and like the nicest guy on earth, but beyond that, yeah. <laughs> right? Guys have flaws, yeah. guys have, you mm-hmm. know, strengths, all of that stuff. Paul George, you mentioned. I mean, he's not just he's not just saying I want him. No. He is hard lobbying. I want to read you guys some of this quote. He said, "I'm a big believer in and a fan of what Russ's work is." He said, "I've seen what he can do night in and night out. I still think he's got a lot of game. Really think he can improve the team. We in particular, we've got enough shooting to surround Russ where he can be Russ, and I think the floor will be open for him. Spacing will be there for him." Mm. Now, Lawrence Frank, who heads the front office, he hasn't come out and said, "I don't want Russ." But he has pretty pointedly come out and said, I want X, Y, and Z. And those are all things Russ doesn't do. (laughs) So I guess part of the question, too, the Lakers got Russ, at least in large part, because LeBron went to that front office and said, Mm -hmm. I want to get this deal done. Mm -hmm. PG is basically doing the same thing. And we talk about player empowerment a little bit, right? And like guys saying that they move together or they want each other. Mm -hmm. This, to me, is like a really interesting inflection point Mm -hmm. in that, right? Because... The Clippers had to do what Ka- Kawhi wanted to bring mm-hmm. PG in just mm-hmm. to sign him. So mm-hmm. Kawhi had all the power there. Right. This is a different situation, mm-hmm. right, in that PG's already there. LeBron was already there. He mm-hmm. already signed the extension. Right. That front office could have said no. And it sounds like maybe this front office, the Clippers might say might. no. Where do you think the power, like, what's what's the dynamic when Paul says, I want this? Well, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Rach, they have one roster spot left, right? Right. And I think this is a completely different roster from a talent standpoint than the Lakers was. They have pieces. They have shooting. They have guys that can do multiple different things. We all know, with all due respect, you know, to the Lakers roster, it wasn't a good fit from the jump. And we can see that with this team, with the versatility of their two stars, their ability to stretch the floor, um, the shooting they have around them. I can see Russ coming in and, and having that chip of, okay, I wasn't good enough here, mm-hmm. but I'm going to show you what I still have left in the tank. So um, I always, you know, hold a special place in my heart for the Clippers because, you know, we we, we made a little bit of history for that team. And yeah, I just sure. wanted to see them finally get it. It'll never be a Clipper town in our lifetime, maybe ever. Uh, but I would just love to see them, you know, really have a chance with Kawhi and PG and, and, and possibly bringing in Russell. Like you said, Rachel, it'll be interesting who really has the power dynamic and, you know, what Lawrence and, and, and the Clippers organization are going to decide to do with that final spot. If you were running that front office and PG Ooh. said to you, I really want this guy, but Ooh. for some reason as a front office, you had decided not so much. How do you handle it? You that? know, it, it's the hallway situation. So with the Clippers, with not having a, a foothold in the city, maybe 
that's something they want a petty game they want to play to pull <laughs> well, that. Out of that locker room right you know what i mean <laughs> to let them have success on the team because if your superstar player is excited about a new piece of talent coming they're gonna figure something out yeah, no, pg Kawhi, those those new pieces they got they got a good coach in t lou they got a great owner who doesn't mind spending a little bit of extra bread so i feel like if they're if they're campaigning for you know a super a superstar to join their to join their team, they got to figure something out. All right. Well, when you said it began with AI slander, I just yeah. have to make clear that in this room once again, we do not allow it. That's not tolerated here. We do not allow it. Without question. Our greatest living American. Yep. That's all I got to say. All right. Uh, rough news out of New Orleans the other day, guys. Zion Williamson was in the middle of rehabbing that hamstring, aggravated mm. it again, doing mm. three on three work. He's already missed. What, he's only played 29 games this entire season. Wow. Now he's going to be out at least a few weeks after the All-Star break. And it sucks because this kid is a game-changing talent. Like, he's got great numbers, but it goes way beyond that to me. When he is on the court, everything changes. He has only played 114 games in four seasons. So Pelicans are kind of in this bad spot again. They're seventh in the West, but they have not had the greatest month this past month. Mm -hmm. B.I. is still working his way back. Mm -hmm. What do y'all think in terms of the playoff picture for them? Uh, I think they could be a dangerous team with him healthy. Okay, I think but... that's the key. Um, he hasn't been healthy. He he, you know, unfortunately in his NBA career, he hasn't necessarily been healthy. And obviously, I feel I still feel like the the best is yet to come. But what he what he has shown us when he's healthy, he's been incredible. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's breaking records left and right. And Jelani can attest to this. You really don't understand the NBA game until you get a good three, four real seasons under mm -hmm. your belt. Right now he's playing Full. off strength, mm -hmm. athleticism, and just instinct. But he will learn the NBA game as he gets more time. Um, but I really like I, I like a healthy New Orleans team because I, I love Brandon Egram. I love the veteran leadership. Plus, he's still got a lot to add in, in, in uh, CJ McCollum. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Alvarado, they have a lot of solid pieces around. Uh, mm -hmm. Shout out my guy, Willie Green. Um, but this team goes as Zion's availability. Uh, allows them to go. So with the uncertain um, Zion, their season is uncertain. <laughs> I mean, people I, cannot hear you. People listening in their cars I, right they, now they, cannot they can hear you hear, shaking they can your hear head. It, Rachel, they heard, they heard, they heard it grinding. Shaking his head for I those mean, he just, I, he just hit it. I mean, he, he said it right there. I don't, when, when Zion, is he, when he's there, he's healthy, but it's almost kind of like the AD thing where you're kind of waiting if he falls to the ground, it's like, <gasps> yeah. or if he grabs something. <gasps> so with a soft tissue injury as a as a Herculean human being, you know what I mean? He was working, I guess he was doing three on three when he injured, that's yeah. never gonna go away at the end of the day. Soft tissue injuries for a guy who leaves the ground as, as much as he does and how strong he does, I feel like that's gonna be the, uh, around all year. So if he is there, what's he gonna look like when he is there, a 70% Zion is still good enough to make a playoff run. You know what I mean? Because at any given moment, to me, working yourself back into shape, soft tissue injury, you might be, you just one sprint away from being another two, three weeks. And the West just got so much stronger. Stressed out, yeah. So much yep. stronger. So it's, it's you know, because of, I mean, would they peak at one at some point this year? Weren't they one in the West or two? I know two. for sure. Two. 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 They touched mm -hmm. two yeah. for sure. So, you know, this team's really had an up and down season, but a healthy Pelicans team is it, a tough team. But again, we know last week uh, the West got so much stronger. <laughs> I mean, I believe, I love that locker room. I believe yeah. in that locker room. And I remember last year, Zion wasn't with them. They still made a playoff mm -hmm. push at the end of the season. Uh, they were in the 10th spot, I think, mm -hmm. going into the play-in. They won two games. They actually grabbed that eighth spot from underneath. Uh, but that's the issue 
you grab that eighth spot this year, you're, you're facing the Nuggets. Yeah. See, that's I'm going to keep saying it. I do not want to be number eight. I do not want to be number eight in the West because I don't know what the Nuggets are going to do big picture in the West mm. and the title and whatever. I know for sure they are going to be a fucking buzzsaw with shit to prove Ooh, in the I, first round. I agree with you, but I would hate to be eight and get a healthy Lakers team. At, uh, I would hate to be one with a healthy Lakers team at eight. With this new team? Yeah, with this new team. Really? I mean, yeah, why not? Dude. Why not? I, well, I just feel like in not only Denver, but I, I feel like the top three teams are all inexperienced when it comes to playoffs. I mean, Denver has some playoff experience with Joker, but you look at Memphis, you look at Sacramento. Imagine if it's Lakers, Golden State. Have you seen Nikola Jokic play Denver's basketball? still he's looking incredible. for a point guard, though. He's incredible. Well, Jamal, Murray's, off on, Jamal Murray's coming back. My whole thing is I just have to school. see it. I, I, again, I think it's similar to how we looked at. Remember when Utah had a few years ago when they were running through the Western yeah, Conference yeah, yeah. and always had the best record, and then when the, you know they would sputter come play. So I just want—I'm not saying Denver can't because uh, on round. paper they look great, right? But shit, first round against a healthy Lakers team—that's—that's that's gonna be a battle. Well, I'd be interested to see what the Pelicans can do. They're in seventh now, and they do have, according to like player opponent percentage, whatever, whatever, they have the easiest schedule okay. the rest okay, of the way. Helps. So that makes a big difference yeah, too. I don't know. We'll see. You're right. It just depends on Zion healthy or not, right? Key. Zion that. healthy or not, we'll see. Key, key. Uh, I want to go back over to the East though, guys, because Milwaukee has been like on the low, ripping through mm -hmm. the league, yeah. ten game winning streak. They're only a game and a half behind the Celtics. They're gonna play each other on Tuesday night. Should be a great matchup. Mm -hmm. Giannis has been ridiculous. I spent time with the Bucks last week. He's putting up 32, mm. 13 and five stat line this season, and they just added Jay Crowder. So I wanna talk about that first. What do you think Jay is gonna do for that team? Love it. He hasn't played all season. Love it. Uh, I think it'll take him a little while to get it, you know, the, those old bones. How long? Uh, a couple weeks. Okay. Get those old bones oiled up, but I mean, he brings that <laughs> toughness factor. I think him and Bobby Portis uh, are a toughness factor that that team needed, uh, similar to what P.J. Tucker brought to that team. And it wasn't always, obviously, scoring for P.J. Tucker. It was just that toughness and that mindset. And I think I read somewhere Giannis said they almost took on P.J. Tucker's identity. Uh, he get, Dude, PJ, you, want the, you want to hear the quote? The quote oh, yeah. is amazing. Mm -hmm. All right. He said, we needed someone who when you walk down the alley and you're going to face the <laughs> yeah. bullies and they kind of run the other way. He said, "You." I was in the room when he said this. He goes, you think they're running the other way because of you? but it's really the guy behind you. Right. <laughs> and he said, that's what PJ Tucker did right. for us. He was the one right. when you played with PJ, you had that different kind of swag, he mm -hmm. said. And he thought that Jay was gonna do that. He goes, when I play with PJ, you felt like you were a bully too. Yeah. And he's like, Jay brings that toughness. That, I mean, yeah. that's phenomenal. I love it, it's a great quote. I mean, it, it's something that, you know, you can see the, the Warriors in their heyday, they took on Draymond's personality, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think those kind of guys are important. Um, but back, and yours, by the way. Yeah, a, a similar situation, you know, just kind of one of those <laughs> guys that, that led by example and toughness. Um, but I really like Milwaukee. Again, they're kind of flying under the radar, as you said, Rachel, with yeah. Boston having the season they had, and that's no disrespect to Boston. But I think they understand what it takes. Obviously, they've been there. They've won it. I think implementing, you know, uh, Middleton's been coming off the bench. Mm -hmm. But, you know, once he starts to get his yeah. rhythm back, he'll be – a starter, I mean, and that's a tough team with the, you know, the, the, and to me, the, what's key, Rachel, is they've been together for a while. Yeah. And, and yeah. A, lot, a lot of teams can say that anymore. So I really like Milwaukee, and if they could be healthy. Drew was telling me he thinks they're like the second oldest team in the league. I don't Probably know. We'll have to, again, producer Nate will have to come in with the stat at some point. But mm -hmm. um. they've just been solid. They've just been solid and adding another solid piece like Crowder. We haven't seen him this year. I'm, I'm with Matt. It's going to take a couple of weeks for him to round himself in shape. But they got, I feel like, 
Middleton and him working themselves back into shape is like a, a good player. Not that they're not, you need two of them to make one, but while they're working things out, because Middleton was a, what was he, a 20 point a game yeah. scorer? He's like, like 13 right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so he's got really, he's on minutes restriction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's so on, when he's on that pitch goes, count. Yeah. You know, but, but I feel like difference. still having another good wing, yeah, of course. you don't have to rush back into it. Amen. You're, you're trying to be your, 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 your A game back. So, all right. So give me, give me position for position. Like it's starting court, starting court. Bucks Celtics match still, up. So I, best player on the Bucks, best player on the Celtics. You picking Giannis Tatum. or Tatum? Mm, I'm, I'm taking, taking Giannis. I'm taking Tatum. Ooh, I knew I'm that taking, was going I'm, I'm taking Tatum. <laughs> That's and his I guy. Think, I think the key to the Celtics is Robert Williams' availability. Okay, because he's so big for that team. Mm -hmm. He yeah. adds a whole different rim dynamic and and and, and rim threat for that team. But I just really like, I mean, I think they've been paying their dues. I mean, obviously he didn't have to fuck his teammate up. JT, you got to buy your teammate a car for breaking his Come face. Come on, a whole ass car. You can uh, put a hole in his face, but <laughs> yeah. does that change anything for the Celtics How with nice Jalen being out the lineup? Well, I mean, I just think it's going to give other, uh, first of all, I, I think Jalen's probably going to get a mask and come back sooner than we expected. But it just, you know, this at yeah. this point, it's going to give guys that are going to, they're going to need later on, they're going to get some quality minutes while he's down. And then obviously True. he'll be able to rest during the break. I'm sure he probably won't play in the All-Star game. He might, you never know. But uh, I really, I really like the Celtics, and I think you know it definitely could have been their finals last year. It, it won't be easy mm -hmm. uh, going, you know, going up against Milwaukee. But I just really like what Jason Tatum and, and and Brown as a duo do for that team, and then they added pieces like Brogdon and those other guys. I'm with Rachel. What type of car? Yeah, what type of car you got to buy, Jim? He's real rich, so yeah, S five hundred at least. Or above, or above minimum S five. Mm. No, I'd say a minimum sixty three. Oh, yeah. AMG, yeah, like elevated a, a little yeah. bit. I would say probably a 65 is going to run you about 230. Full haul in the face, that's yeah. a, that seems, that seems it's slight. Yeah, slight. slight. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you're JT, it's light. Right. New, new signature shoe, ruffles yeah. money. Exactly. Sounds about right. Yeah. Can we get the potato chip to pay for that? All right, All right. Bucks, oldest team in the league. But that's crazy to think because. But by the way, oldest team only means 29 and a half. Yeah. It doesn't mean like. 35. Yeah, but, some, but, but it, it's just changed so much. Yeah. It's such a young game now to think that's the oldest that's team the oldest, 29 yeah. when you know normally the oldest on average is 32, 33 year old teams. Yeah. But mm -hmm. it's just a shift in the game. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one -on -one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. 
Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Teams aren't set yet, by the way. The buyout market is in full swing. We talked about Russ, right? Mm -hmm. Possibly, possibly being a buyout. Mm -hmm. And here are some guys that have already been bought out. Reggie Jackson, right? Bought out by the Hornets, signs with Denver. That's a sneaky good signing. Oh, that you just talked. They need a point point guard. guard. Right? Mm. But is is he the point guard that they need? Mm, I don't know. We're going to see. Yeah. I mean... He can hoop. I thought that was big. Yeah. Uh, Danny Green. This surprised me a little bit. Um, Not that he was bought out, but that he signed with Cleveland. Or the Celtics, Just because, yeah, like he could have gone, I mean, I guess it was for playing time. Mm. And look, he's won how many rings? Two, Mm -hmm. three rings? Three rings. So like at that point, do you just mm-hmm. want to play as opposed to give me the best shot to win a fourth? But by the way, we should all have such high class problems. But... <laughs> Super high class problems. <laughs> I mean, if you were him, would you have picked the playing time over the possible ring? He hasn't played all year. Yeah. Yeah, I got to see what he has in his tank. Because yeah. if I'm not mistaken, he came off an ACL, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't he coming off an ACL injury? Mm-hmm. I just hope he can just get back out there and play in general. So we'll, yeah, we'll see what the minutes come to. If what he would can you pick play. though? Um... Three rings. Already got three. Playing time. Playing time. All right, yeah? Mm-hmm. Playing time. Mm. See, he has a ring. He can say that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got one? Mm-hmm. That's Snuck true. One. That's true. <laughs> I didn't officially mm-hmm. get it. I got it by mm-hmm. the name of two other guys you might have heard of, but I got one in the career. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> See, I can't say that the way y'all can. I could be like, no, I would take a, I would take a championship ring. I'm just going to say it right there. Um, other notable names on the list, uh, you got Kevin Love, Kevin Knox, Juan Toscano-Anderson, D. Rose, 
Uh, our guy Boogie Cousins still out there. Mm. Definitely could help another team. Mm-hmm. Mello. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This might be the last year people are saying his name, but there's some some guys out there. It'll be interesting. Um, you know, the buyout market, I, I just think this is what makes the NBA so great. I mean, they, you know, they stole the show with the Super Bowl with all the movement last <laughs> right. week. With Kevin Durant had the whole Western yep. Conference in a frenzy. Uh, but now there's still, you know, very quality players that could be picked up and really add some depth to these rosters uh, going into All-Star break in the second half of the season. So I don't remember the buyout market being like this, like a viable way for you to change your teams and free agency the last couple of years. Well, the- I know there was a handful of guys, but, you know, there seems to be like a like a – a significant more amount of people this year that, that are in the buyout market. I mean, in the past, like the front, you talk to front office guys, they always say like, if he could really help your team that much, he wouldn't have been bought out, mm-hmm. right? So there's that kind of maxim, but you're right, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's just sometimes it's that some teams, it's not a fit. And they're so there, like- So is there a stigmatism to the buyout, Rachel? Well, just, you from know- From what you've heard? Just the idea of- She does have some inside sources. She, that's <laughs> what I'm at. Yeah, it is. We are talking to Rachel Nichols here. Yeah. I mean, just that when, when you talk to front offices and you're you're talking to guys saying, oh, well, well this guy could really do something for you. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Are you guys looking to pick him up? Mm-hmm. And and sort of the answer is like, sure, we're looking, but don't, don't like sort of overstate the impact. Not a game changer. That if, right. you know, again, the idea would be if he was a game changer, if he was the guy that could really get it done, he would have been traded or he would have been, you know, the That's guy, fair. the team would have kept him. Mm-hmm. Now, again, sometimes it's just that the guy doesn't fit mm-hmm. and you get him in a trade mm-hmm. and the trade deadline's passed, so you mm-hmm. can't move him again mm-hmm. and you just buy him out. So, you know, we'll see. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Um, Terrence Ross, though, situation I, I thought like was interesting because. Dallas thought they were getting him. Mm-hmm. At least those were the reports out of Texas that they were like, they felt really good that good they were getting him. Too. And then the Suns sneak in and they've been pursuing him too, but still. Paradise I- Valley, Dallas, Paradise <laughs> Valley, Scottsdale. <laughs> Scottsdale. Why Kevin did you say Scottsdale D- first? D-Town. Well, because Paradise Valley has better houses than Scottsdale. Yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> Paradise Kevin, Valley does not have the, um, we'll just call it the nightlife that Kevin, Scottsdale yeah, has. Yeah, Kevin Durant. Can I use that term? Kevin Durant. I mean, he he made the right choice by going to Phoenix. I'm I'm really intrigued with this Phoenix team because I feel like, even though we're not talking about it right now, no, no, Kevin Durant is a superstar that you could just really pick up and put anywhere. Mm-hmm. You saw how seamlessly he fit in Golden yep. State. Mm-hmm. You saw what he does every stop he makes. It's seamless. So uh, someone of his magnitude and his scoring ability to just be able to plop right in. I was with Chris Paul this weekend because he came back and had some off days and we were at uh, Mamba Academy, or Sports, excuse me, yeah. Sports Academy watching our kids play. And he was, you know, explaining how tough it was, obviously, to lose Mikel and, and, yeah. and Cam and the tough night they had in, in Atlanta. But just to understand that, like, you're traded. If it wasn't for Kevin Durant, you'd yeah. still be here. You know what I mean? So him kind of breaking that down to the younger guys. But then on the flip side, after we got through with the you know the sad part of losing those guys he's like maddie we got fucking kevin durant yeah <laughs> you know I mean. what i mean so it's just like you know for for katie to come in you know and, and be healthy i've never seen a last day of the trade deadline go the way it did because of what kevin durant right. did coming to phoenix no 100 percent. in fact if you look back we were trying to time before the show we were like trying to figure out when the last in-season trade led to a title and i covered that detroit pistons team oh, when rasheed came right? in mm-hmm. right and obviously to me that was a game changer because i was up close that with that where, do you remember where detroit I was don't. at oh, okay. i just remember that it just like changed the whole yep. locker room i don't Agreed. remember the record they were at or anything but it, it made it was just a huge you know sheet of sheet he's probably the most talented player on that squad 
wasn't the best player in the playoffs, mm-hmm. but he was talent-wise, mm-hmm. and you know, you know how he is. Yeah, she was a changes, changes the locker room. Talk about giving you that toughness of thinking you're the bully in the alley, mm-hmm. right? Um, not that that team lacked toughness anyway, Ben Wallace. But anyway, uh, Clyde Drexler went to the Rockets back in 95. Yeah. That was another mm-hmm. in-season trade that led to a title, and um, Mark Aguirre to the Pistons back in the day, oh, wow. 89. That big deal. That's it. There's the only three times in NBA history it's happened. And this is the biggest one. Too. Well, it's definitely the biggest player mm-hmm. to go uh, on the radar presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We were looking at the odds to win the title. Now, a week ago, the Suns were 20 to 1 to win the NBA a championship. A week ago, they had no fucking chance. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, and so you I think lo- instead of 20 to 1, and it should have been listed as the, no fucking chance? Those are boys, CP and Book are both my guys, but they knew they didn't have a chance. <laughs> right now, DraftKings now has the Suns right behind the Celtics. Best odds to win the NBA title at plus 450. So I don't know. Do you think that they're the favorite out West? You were just talking about KD, and I agree with you. If you're going to have a guy come in in the middle of the season who's such a presence, it could be a thing to try mm-hmm. to mesh into the playing style, except if he's Kevin right. Durant, mm-hmm. because right. he can play anywhere. What I look at, Rachel, is not, obviously, you know what Kev's going to give you, but I love the Ross pickup yep. and then the TJ Warren pickup, because they lost depth. Yep. You know what I mean? So to lose those guys, they lost a lot of depth right now. So to be able to add two more guys that can shoot the ball and score the ball uh, to that team, I think is important. And I always think that KD is an underestimated defender right. mm-hmm. um, as well. So, you know, I don't want to jump on the boat and say this, this, and that, but I might have to jump on the boat and say this, this, and that. Like, I'm still... You okay, know. so you've got a little doubt about Denver. You just said earlier in the show. So yeah, you're... I just say Denver has to show me. Okay. Like I said, I think they have all the pieces. And Phoenix can... does not have to show you. This, no. Okay. I, I I know what Book does. I yep. know what... Uh, CP. C, uh, mm-hmm. and, and with KD, it's going to make CP's job easier because now you got to think even though he's a little older he's going to have the third or fourth best defender on him so he's going to be able to manipulate the game the way he does so um i really like phoenix's chances if they can be healthy to come out the west i like the i like the fact that kd has a more stout five man you know that mm-hmm. he's in the that he's in the that he, he gets to play with you know deandre Aiden's more of on the bigger side on kd skinny He's thin. Uh, <laughs> um, Slim Reaper? Yeah, Slim Reaper. I think Claxton in Brooklyn, more yeah. of a thing. He had a good year, but more of a thin guy. I'm interested to see him with a big guy who can take some of the rim protection and rebounding responsibilities away from KD, let him help on the perimeter and be a secondary defender. Um, I think they added some good pieces, although they lost some lost some depth. And I was happy to see those guys immediately able to contribute to their new yeah, teams yeah. too. When they uh, well, they're yeah, just good. I mean, those are just good, good quality guys. Yeah, yeah. Right? first and foremost, people, good people. people. That's really what I mean. They're players, just good yeah. guys, so yeah, they were going to go in there with a good attitude. Absolutely. And they're like, oh shit, I got created for Kevin Durant. What are you going to do? Right. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, it is a business, you know, and if you realizing that you're a part of the pieces that, that equaled up to the Kevin Durant trade, yeah. you should be, you should wake up. You're going to be able to tell your grandkids about that. Like, Come I was, shit, I was by myself. I was trading right? Kevin Durant. Yeah. <laughs> right, when the story gets down to the yeah. grandkids, it was just me. It was me and him, straight up. Straight what up, can, up they, what can you do? Right. It's fine. I like that KD is a multiplier on Chris Paul, first and foremost, for the reason you just said, in terms of what defender, mm-hmm. what, who he's got to defend. But also, look, you and I, Matt, go way back with Chris. Mm-hmm. And we know when his mood and overall sort of sense of being is locked in and when he can really do his best and when things are going on off the court. Mm-hmm. And it has been very clear to me, talking to him and watching him this season, that just being away from his family has really, it's been hard. It yeah, has been really hard, hard on him. And you can do it for a year or two, but once you really, you know, it's- That's what I, I asked him this week and Rach, not to cut you off, what are you doing yeah. this all-star? I'm, I'm coming home, bro. I'm, 
be 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 in LA. So I mean, right. you hit it on the head. I mean, it's tough. It, it, this business, this grind. When you have family that is established, like you know, they live right around the corner from us um, mm -hmm. in the valley, and I know for sure that's way down. I mean, it was funny because like, oh, what do you, you know? One of your rare all star breaks. What are right. you going to be doing? He's like, I'm coming home with that light, bro. Yeah. So I, I think that's a great point. So if you are away from your family, if you are kind of going through it a little bit, when you go to work and you see Kevin Durant there, and you're like, oh shit, mm. we could win a title. Mm. You're then it all feels a little more worth hey, it. Kevin Durant might, might make his Chris's family come to Phoenix well, and just hang out a little <laughs> bit more. I know little CP is going to. He already told the twins they're going. They're going to all the games right. and all this kind of stuff right. so that might get chris's family out in uh, phoenix a little i know more. i know i mean he moved them a couple times and <laughs> right. i think it just felt like false yeah. promises from some of the teams he was with and he didn't yeah. want to move them again and all of that but yeah this could be this, this could be a long last, haul lock but this is you know i mean with, with, with all this is chris's last run yeah, yeah you know course. chris is getting older i think he has one more year after this year he's 37 yeah he's getting older i mean time is catching up to him and right. and you know rach like you said we go way back with chris and and and, and Lon, you know him too i mean i want to see chris deserves a ring mm -hmm. the work he's put in this game and Hate him or love him, this guy, I'll take him 10 out of 10 times going to war. Yep. And I think this is his best opportunity outside those Lob City teams. And maybe that Houston, <laughs> maybe, oh, maybe, really? Biased maybe that Maybe that Houston team he got hurt with. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, this is, this is yeah. his last run right here. And, you know, I always want to see, you know, friends do well. Guys, before we move on with the rest of the NBA, you guys earlier had a special guest here in the mm -hmm. studio before I got here. And I got to say... It was quite a scene because I walked in <laughs> after y'all had already set up. And now, don't, well, you, you go, you set it up. Yeah, I mean, Mercy Miller, uh, you know, shout out to Master P is a, a friend of the family. We've been knowing him since we were in college. Um, you know, his son, Mercy Miller, who's a junior at Notre Dame right now, having a really solid campaign. And, uh, you know, we had him in and talked about, uh, you know, the legacy his father's left, the footsteps he's following in college. NIL, they're in the midst of the the open division playoffs right now. Uh, and just what life is like, you know, being, having a father as a legend. So great little quick sit down and I'm sure everyone will enjoy it. Welcome to the show, Mercy Miller, junior guard at Notre Dame. Yeah. Man, welcome to the show. How you doing? Appreciate it. You guys are uh, in the midst of the playoffs right now, right? Yeah. So you guys got a big matchup tomorrow against Centennial. Yes, sir. Uh, talk to us one. about that team and your team and kind of what your role on the team is. Yeah, uh, you know, Corona, they, they've been one of the top teams in the country. Uh, our team, Notre Dame, uh, we've been doing good this year. Uh, up and coming program. Uh, we got some guys like Caleb Foster, uh, Dusty Stromer, you know, we... Was Caleb not to cut you off? He was a McDonald's snub, right? Yeah, he de he definitely McDonald's was snub. Game, right? I felt, yeah, I came and watched your guys' game at UCLA, mm -hmm. uh, and I remember it was right after the McDonald's team got announced, and everyone was saying he was the snub. But uh, Dusty, yeah, nah, the, the sure. white boy, is nice though. Yeah, Dusty's cool. Yeah, yeah. So our team, uh, we're pretty good. Uh, got Corona tomorrow, so we should go. Who's their point guard or their guy? Jared, Jared McCain. Because they just beat Sierra Canyon, right? Yeah, they just played them uh, Friday. Mm -hmm. So you are gonna get some of Jared McCain there, right? Yeah, for sure. Talk yeah. to you had a viral moment. Last week, if I'm not mistaken, when you went down the lane and Ooh, dunked on someone, made him fall and everything. Yeah. Talk to us about that. I mean, I just had the lane, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, clear for takeoff, and I just went up. Uh, he jumped with me, so I just dunked it. Dope. Did you know? Did you know immediately you had him when he kept backing up and you had the lane? Like when you when 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 do you know that you' about to get a bang out? I mean, I just know I was gonna jump, and then he jumped with me, so I just you know I had to dunk it. Let so. the best yeah. man win. Yeah. Exactly. Um, for those of you who haven't seen your game, explain your game in one word. I'm gonna say I'm a dog. That's I it. Love it. Mm. Yeah. I That's love it. it. I love it. it. Yeah. So you started at uh, Oak Hill Academy. 
mm-hmm. and transferred to Notre Dame. Uh, what was your experience like, and, and, and did you leave because the coach left, or what was uh, your reason for so I actually I actually started at Minnehaha when I was super, like in uh, freshman year. Okay. Then I went to Oak Hill. Okay. Uh, Oak Hill, you know, yeah, the the coach retired, Steve Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a good guy. Uh, he recruited me over there. So when he retired, then you know I just felt it was best for me to come back home and come to Cali. Time, time to come out west. Yes, sir. So that's what, a different. That's a culture shock. Malcolm yeah. Wilson, Virginia, yeah, and coming back to California. Yeah, that's what, a big jump. It's way different. I How remember. did you choose what school you were gonna go to for as far as high school? Uh, so pretty much, you know, I, I kind of heard about Notre Dame a little bit. Uh, I'll drive by it in Sherman Oaks and stuff to see it. Then I knew a couple of people who went there and then, you know, I just decided this is where I want to go. Uh, I want to play the best teams, you know, they're in the mission mm-hmm. league. They play all the top teams and I just felt it was best for me. Love it. Yeah. So Houston Cougars, huh? Yes, sir. The number two team in the country right now. Yeah. Uh, how did that decision come about and who else was in your top five as far as colleges? So Houston, you know, they was like one of the first teams to believe in me. Okay. Uh, so that made, you know, it made sense for me. I loved them since I was young. Uh, it's been a school I liked. Why? Uh, so my dad, my dad Pops, actually went there. Yeah. Give us, the, give us the backstory. Did he influence yeah. you at all? Or he you, went you there. Naturally so he went there and we went to a couple of games when I was young. Uh-huh. Like we would go uh, watch games and stuff. And I just kind of fell in love with it. So mm-hmm. that's just somewhere I liked. And then... uh. When I went to Houston, I played for a Houston AU team, and then uh, Coach Sampson, he actually, he wasn't there. He he seen me on the court mm-hmm. after a game he watched, and I think I had like 45 that Ooh. game, and okay. then he seen me, so then he called me. He was like, yeah, I want to give you an offer, and I just knew in that moment, oh, that's that where I wanted it. to go. You felt it. Yeah. Who else, uh, did you have any other colleges in mind, or was it just kind of one track because you grew up liking that team? Uh, I don't know. Like Everybody likes the Blue Bloods, like Duke and stuff mm-hmm. when they're young, but... You know, Houston, I felt once they once they called me, that was definitely just that was the it. place for me. Well you talked about your pops. Uh I'm sure he'd be trying to tell you old stories about how you can hoop. Yeah. Hey, does he still try to get out there and play with you or he just tell you stories about how good he was? Nah, I mean recently, you know, he's been working with his uh business and stuff. So okay. I'm gonna try I'm gonna definitely try to get on the court with him soon. Who's but... gonna end up being the best mailer? Uh, I'm, I'm the best. I'm the best. Oh, it's, it's already it's, it's already, already written stone. Yeah, I mean, I mean, pops made the league and yeah, everything. Yeah, I know. I got it. I got it. Yeah, used to be up to UCLA bullying all the light skinned people. <laughs> I got to do it. Now I got to do it. Too. That's dope. Well, speaking yeah. of, I mean, how? I mean, your father is a rapper, a business mogul. mogul yeah. <laughs> made the NBA. A man of many hats. Um, mm-hmm. What is it like growing up, um, watching him? And is obviously we have to see it to believe it. He mm-hmm. pretty much has done everything. So, what kind of inspiration has your dad meant to you? Yeah, I mean, it's. It's, it's crazy to see somebody like that, you know, have him as your own dad. Uh, just every day pushing me to want to do something, you know, like for, to have a dad like him, a uh, man of many, many talents. Uh, he's always coming up with something new. Just inspires me every day to want to go pursue my dream. Mm, love is, it. Is there any pressure? I mean, nah. I mean, he's got two. He's got two kids. Yeah. But I, 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 is there any pressure living up to the? You know, I, I know his kids. So yeah. I feel like our parents they do a good job of not, you know, forcing us to want to like do this like this is what we want to do so so i feel it's no pressure if you really love this and you really want to do this then you should you know let you find the game yeah Yeah, i love it i love it yeah uh you got a chance to play with Bronny, right yeah how was that so played played against him uh you know he's a a good player he's Mm -hmm. a dog uh we we grew up together kind of uh when he came out here la so you know we just been friends uh he's he's a good player Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but y'all took him down what twice this year? 
Yeah, we played them twice. So we play them again this up and coming Friday. Okay. Uh, then it should be a good game. So how does this open division work? Is it like a round robin tournament? Because I think they lost to Centennial, right? Mm -hmm. So you guys beat Centennial. You guys have a chance to play West Ranch. Uh, so pretty much it's pool play. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're in a pool with Corona, Bishop Montgomery, and Sierra, and okay. then it's us Notre Dame. Uh huh. So whoever wins out the pool, then you play the other side. Ah, uh, gotcha. So gotcha. yeah. So if we win, uh, we beat Corona tomorrow. Then we beat Sierra. Then we'll go to the championship. Okay. Like soccer. Yeah, yeah, it's a little different. Uh, the game has changed so much. I mean, when we were in college and we got stuff, not saying we did, but it would be considered <laughs> illegal. Yeah. Um, now with NILs coming up, um, you have a few NIL deals, right? Mm -hmm. Talk to us about those and how those came about. Yeah, so uh, one of my most recent NILs is uh, with Reebok. You know, they, just, they reached out to me. Uh, they wanted to do something. And then I was interested too, you know. Uh, my my siblings, they love AI when they was growing up and mm -hmm. stuff. So, no, Reebok, it was definitely something uh, I was interested in. Mm -hmm. And then uh, back in Houston, uh, I'm with this charity program called Be a Champion. Uh, and then I just, you know, it's giving back to the kids. Mm -hmm. uh, then, uh, yeah, that's some, that's some of the stuff I'm working on right now. Okay. And then I'm also with Simply Truth. Uh, no, doing NILs with them too. So okay, you got some stuff. Talk to us about obviously hoop is in your blood, but business is in your mm -hmm. blood heavier than hoop. Yeah. So talk to us about the stuff you've learned, just kind of being around your dad and kind of always being in the business yes. of stuff. Uh, my dad, you know, he always teaches. Uh, you know, money's worth so much, but also having good credit is worth a lot too. Mm. So you got to have good credit. Um, you got to have knowledge too. You can't just be a dumb athlete. You mm -hmm. know. Always, you know, put school and God above above sports. Right. You know, everything else take care of itself. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's some stuff my dad teach. I love it. Yeah. So obviously, the NBA is the goal. You've already marked yourself as the best Miller yeah. um, mm -hmm. outside of basketball because there's so much more to sports now than just actually playing. What are some other stuff you want to be into once you get to that level? Because you see guys that are doing in mm -hmm. the league now, whatever league they're in, but they're also doing so much business stuff. What is some kind of business stuff that interests you? Yeah, I definitely, uh, when I get to the league and stuff, I want to do, you know, business. Uh, I want to run businesses, have other stuff going besides just playing basketball, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, basketball, it doesn't doesn't last forever. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you want it to, but it can't. So I'm going to have some businesses for sure. Uh, just work on a lot of different stuff, you know, whatever, you know, whatever I find my niche in. Gotcha. Well, Mercy, man, we appreciate your time. We know you got to get to school. Yes, gotta, sir. We got to get to school. Yeah, yeah. Pops in here, so yeah. he ain't playing. He, yeah. got us on, he got us on the clock. I appreciate <laughs> you. Best of luck uh, tomorrow against Centennial and moving forward in the playoffs. And uh, we'll definitely going to have to come check you out. Yes, sir. Do that All right, man. All right, Best of luck. Appreciate you. That was fabulous. And my favorite part is that it wasn't like a driver who brought him in. It wasn't a babysitter. Right. Who drove that young man here this morning and then drove him to school afterward, by the, the way? Ice cream man. <laughs> ice cream the man. Ice cream man dropped him off. Master P. <laughs> and he was a well-rounded kid. You would have thought he had media training. I yeah. mean, his dad was sitting right across from him. And then, like, we were on the time clock because he had to go back, you know, get to school. So just seeing that was amazing. The kid's well-rounded. He's thinking about business and basketball. And it looks like, you know, Pops is staying on top of him. So he look, I'm, I'm excited about his future. And I'm glad we get to uh, get kids before they get to the NBA yeah, yeah. and they become all-stars. Mm -hmm. I think that's important for what we're doing. Yep. Tapping in and getting them with the kids before they become, you know, multi-millionaires. So just a little part of the what's burning habit I like it. 
Then we can ask to borrow some money since we're in good now. Once before they, you know, before they come superstar, right. let yeah. me hold something, bro. Remember definitely some of the shoe deals. Some yeah. of the shoe deals that yeah. he was mm-hmm. a Reebok. We could use a couple checks. Yeah. We also need a car. Uh, I yeah. just love that he had the most expensive, richest chauffeur, chauffeur in like all of. Imagine that. Los Angeles, Master P. Legendary Moments presented by Top Shot last week. LeBron further cemented his legacy, right, guys? Passing Kareem on the all-time scoring list. That was that fadeaway jumper he hit. Top Shot's going to have that moment coming soon. Mm. So you can check that out on NBATopShot.com. But, Matt, I wanted to ask, of all of LeBron's accomplishments, (sighs) he's had so many signature moments. What would be the one that you would want Top Shot moment of? Unfair. (laughs) Unfair question. Um, Rachel, to be honest with you, I, I just think his, his his longevity, his longevity. You cannot put that on a top That's shot not moment. A top shot. I would just want a card of him just flexing, or a, a, a top shot of him just flexing <laughs> like this. That's all I want for him to be able to do what he's done. I mean, we all know he has. We're if we name ten moments, we leave ten probably greater for moments sure. out. Right. Um. So obviously, hats off to him for passing Kareem, and I, I'm glad that Kareem was there to kind of pass the throne, yeah. so to speak. Twice, Kareem came out um, twice. I gotta give him credit so for that. Many. I would say probably his first championship in Cleveland. You could take a moment from there. Maybe that Iguodala block. That's that fine. Was, that's what I was, I That's was, fine. Yeah. All right. So we're all in agreement. The so block. that's the answer. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That block. Which, by the way, says something. This guy just became the greatest <laughs> right. scorer yeah. in all time and NBA number history. Four and, right. and his signature and moment a block. is a defensive play. And by the way, the entire time he's been in the league, he's been a pass first guy. So he didn't go out when he said that night. He's like, "Oh, I didn't go out to set the scoring record." He meant that. He did not go out. To, I mean, we know Gunners. He was not a. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's not a Gunner. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I, it's super impressive, and that fact that that is all of our top shot moment, mm-hmm. like Sorry really underscores that. All right, you can all you out there, you can start your NBA Top Shot collection today. NBATopShot.com. Get closer than ever to the game and the players you love. Uh, guys, Super Bowl this weekend. I know I've got uh, NFC. 49ers fan mm, over there who just mm. wanted to see the Eagles fall off a cliff. You didn't care what happened, mm, mm, mm. Matt. No, I want to see a good game. I didn't. I, I'm, a, I'm a Mahomes fan, and I I like good football. I feel like the Eagles went and kicked our asses. The 49ers they bullied us. That's what they did, bro. I'm just give good credit where credit is due. We had a half a quarterback. Yeah, I know we had our 15 string quarterback in there, <laughs> uh, but. It just shows how good we were to so even So you're get not that petty far. like he's petty. Um, no, I wasn't tripping. I just wanted to see a good game, and, and I we definitely got a good game. Rihanna? <sighs> Rihanna was a, was amazing. Um, the, the, uh, first Look at of that all, mumbling and stumbling. First of all, it was good to see Riri back on the stage, yep. back in this, uh, you know, Hove took a lot of flight for being the Rock Nation, being involved in, you know, the Super Bowl and what they did with the NFL. But I feel like we got two, two great performances. Two great in a row. Yep. Two great performances in a row. Yep. The fact that she did that uh, pregnant, yeah. suspended, yep. above. I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to stand on this table <laughs> with, with, not with child, you know right. what I mean? As a grown ass man, you yeah. know what I mean? Just to see her and just how calm she was and the artistry and the dancing was, uh, was amazing. Uh, I wouldn't say it was the one, right? you know what I mean? But it was good. It, it, not it, it was, it was mm-hmm. not Prince. It wasn't Whitney. Right. But it might have been better than Beyonce. Mm. Mm. Better watch the Beehive. And follow his. Follow his. We're gonna get that in post. Well, I Don't think worry she, about that. I think she took the the the. You can't the, the pregnant can't be an excuse no more for her to go out there in front of the whole yeah. world and hey, I'm pregnant. She took that out. The Women all over the her cursing for that. I just thought it was great. You know, I mean, obviously her fans have missed her uh, for her to come out and and do that. Um, great again, Jay Z. You know, he took a lot yeah. of heat for teaming up with the NFL, but he's given, you know, given us two great uh, performances. 
Uh, it was funny though because I had my whole AU team. We had like maybe thirty or forty people over, mm. and some I was you know some people were watching the game. When I tell you everybody was watching halftime, I'm like, yeah. this is the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. And, but when I tell you all the moms and even the the younger yeah, kids wanted I'm to sure. see, it, I mean just to see. I mean she's just such an well, icon. Well, she crosses so, every demo, right? right? She's just such an icon. So she I got to get a dope. shameless Fenty plug off. I know. Oh my god, did you see that? I was oh, like, no, by the way, we will to... see that in an ad. Yeah. That was just yeah. so she could then run an ad later. Yeah. yeah. About always, that, it, it, which you know, she's no random. fool. It wasn't random. It wasn't random. She's no fool. Yes. Here's what I thought coming out of that. What a damn flex to do that with no guests. Because mm-hmm. think about the past few so, years. Think about that. last season, mm-hmm. last season, last Super Bowl. All the guys that came out, mm-hmm. both not just announced but unannounced. All the guests. We've had so many people bring someone out. We bring so and so out. She was like, "Oh no, it's just me." Mm-hmm. And by the way, Jay Z's here. Yeah. he's mm-hmm. in the audience. Mm-hmm. But you're, but, but I'm good enough, and you're just getting me. I was so hyped for that. I was like, uh-huh. You could probably count on one hand how many people can hold just a Super Bowl show by themselves. I right? have a question because a friend of mine got in trouble before it came out that Rihanna was pregnant. For saying what? A friend of mine got in trouble for saying, I think Rihanna's pregnant. And the whole, the whole all whoa. the ladies. Like Sedestairs. Turn right away, like how dare you? Well, you, you know what I mean? She just, well, she just had that. a. She did. She did just. <laughs> she had just had a she baby. She had a baby like three or four months ago. Right, three no, or four. I think the baby was like five. Eight, eight, eight the baby, yeah, the baby. Or it was months. that she got. Pre- she said she got pregnant three or four months after okay. the baby. I'm sorry, I'm getting it wrong, but yeah. Yeah, but he got fried, you know, and I and I and I was gonna yes. join. I was gonna join him. The answer I, is yes. Before you saw the before you saw the frying. Before you, I was like, <laughs> you got to get fried by your own. I don't care that she was actually pregnant. The answer is yes. You do not say that about a woman, okay? Period. Does not matter. I don't care if she's actually something. pregnant or not pregnant. It is not your place to comment on. Mm-mm. And it is not your Especially place her. to make judgments on her body about, oh, is she like, oh, is she, little, is she getting a little fat or mm-hmm. is she pregnant? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. So it does not matter. Mm-hmm. Does not matter if she's actually pregnant or not. That is a uh, off the board. Free game. Keep that those, one's for keep, free. Keep mm-hmm. those comments in your head. Yeah, mm-hmm. keep that one's for free. Thank <laughs> you, you, Rachel. But you know what I liked on that score? Yeah. And obviously it was, I'm sure it's because she was pregnant, but also like Rihanna comes, sometimes she comes out in kind of scanty clothes. Sometimes yeah. she doesn't though. Yeah. And I have two young daughters. They're 11 years old oh. and they watch all the Super Bowl halftime shows. And mm-hmm. look, we all loved it when J-Lo and Shakira came out. That mm-hmm. show was awesome, but those girls were mostly naked. Like it is nice sometimes for young girls to see that that's not what you have to do all to be time, popular right? on stage. So I was I was really into her outfit. That I was thought a fire the whole ass outfit. visual look with the levels and the contrast between her and the dancers, the red and the white and all that shit. So just again, I'm sure it was because she was pregnant or that was an element of it, but I was psyched to see her look like that Me because too. she is so gorgeous yep. and she is so talented. Yep. And to just sort of send that message, every once in a while, you don't have to be naked. Just every once in a while. Free game. Boom. All right, what's burning y'all available every week? Showtime Basketball YouTube. And on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Show Basketball. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.